0: up on what is exactly happening here on this dock. It has been, for the first time, two weeks since we met. We have, I'll go in order, of farthest out on the pier at Oland House. We have a bullywug, a frog person who has been bound and tied to one of the uh, pillars supporting this dock. We have Bartholomus Fudd, who is turned into a crab, if I recall correctly, and hidden behind a box. Yes. We have Karzalek Grotze, who is currently in the middle of selling a story to this guard that there was a robbery and that he was tasked with guarding the cargo on the pier, correct? Correct.
1: That is correct.
0: We have a guard standing a few feet away from cars, who is blowing his whistle over and over again and had just moments ago a pommel of a sword on the chest of trees who has approached Fresh from the scene of the crash wagon, uh, just on the other side of the guard, and then down the street at the smoking section for the laborers of the Oland House, we have Crow, still probably a bit chilly from her ice bath and has not yet shared any of the wacky story that she must be thinking of how to deliver to the party. You guys all have experienced quite a bit in the last half an hour. But before we join back uh, to the action, we see from above Rinko Bang and all the lights on the main drag by the piers wending their way towards the faint sound of the whistling down below, Um, lanterns illuminating The street and the pier in the foggy night. They lead to a stone bridge eventually, and our camera sort of pans over this. It's covered in ramshackle wooden homes just south of the, uh, or just along the shore from the pier. A pelican flies underneath our view over the houses, and its wings pass over the silhouettes below. We see the same town, the same bridge, but it's daytime, and the sky is clear. Now from up close, wind whips the tall grass about and we see stretching over the Kingfisher River, the same stone bridge with no houses built on it and the gray stone exposed, though it still looks weathered and old. A child is sitting on the edge and fishing with a sapling rod into the river below. See them sort of perk up and look down one side of the bridge and they shout something, cupping their hands around their mouths. We can't quite hear it. And they shout again, waving their arms, and they toss the fishing rod to the side as they get up and they start to run, and our view slowly turns to look past the child and and, and it fades to black. And we're back here on the pier, just a few hundred feet away from that bridge. What do you guys do?
1: as this guard whistles. Well, Bart pretty much is operating under the assumption that being caught by the police in the human town as even a part green skin of any sort is not something he wants to deal with or put his friends through at all. So turning into a crab, he is going to just try to crawl along the side of the dock to the east on this map and uh, maybe kind of get back towards the Oland house and escape the sea, more or less. That is my plan. Okay. Um,
0: I will allow you, we're going to go in from the same order here. We're going to go in turn order just for a second. So Bart, go ahead and move yourself your movement speed where you'd like to be. So just down the pier a little bit, kind of clambering off the side, heading towards the land.
1: I Um, I would say that
0: I'm probably crawling along the side of the dock as well. Sure, I Um, don't think it it arouses any suspicion whatsoever, seeing as crab in the dark. A crab in the dark. Um, So next we uh, deal with Karzalek. Um, so is the guard currently
2: blasting on his whistle now, or has he sufficiently...
0: Yeah, he, he is blasting on his whistle, and he looks like, you know, he's only got a couple of puffs left in him until he's gonna be out of breath here, and he'll, he'll probably <laughs> stop. But he's, he's like, holding out a hand to you guys and, like, kind of spinning around a little bit, being like, you know, one of the last things he shouted, I believe, was, You! you stay right there! to Crow. And, uh, you know, like, basically he's trying to, like, get a handle on the situation, he's called for back. Trees. Uh, he, he shouted, you stay right there to Crow. Okay. Um, as Crow shared, I know what happened to Joby. Okay. Um, but then he also put a pommel of a sword on Tree's chest when Tree's came to intercede as well. Um, so it's a combination of things. You guys really overwhelmed this guard, and he's he doesn't think he can handle it on his own. Um,
3: he uh, puts their hands up
4: i'm sorry didn't mean to cars. overwhelm you
2: Oh, sorry yeah that was cars it. sensing the mm-hmm. tension of the moment uh well he begins by gently giving the you have you seen any conflict or when maybe two people are gonna fight the one meteor is like whoa whoa everyone calm <laughs> down calm down they yeah, gently yeah. you know do the two hands like pushing down sure, and they chill out sure. so cars emulating that motion perfectly whoa oh it's fine, my friend. We'll wait. We'll wait. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad your friends are here. We see them coming down. You can see the torches all
0: around. The danger, uh, immediate stopped- danger is over, but we do need your assistance. He stops blowing for a second and uh, lets the whistle around his neck kind of fall on the little leather lanyard that it's on. Um, and he reaches for a, uh, like, a, basically a billy club at his hilt uh, on, the, uh, on his belt. And he... Looks at you and, with red cheeks flushed from blowing hard on this whistle, uh, says, "What? What do you mean?" And uh, make me a persuasion check.
3: Uh, man, I was like gonna say beforehand, like as like if the guard is like facing away from me, I'm gonna be like mm-hmm. stepping back a little bit, and okay. if I could like I'll allow it. Uh, look to Cars and give him inspiration.
0: Sure. Let's um, do simultaneously. Like, let's. You can go ahead and give him inspiration if you. Uh, what, what do you need to do to to give your bardic inspiration?
3: Um, I mean, let's see. I mean, it's somebody that can just uh, hear me, I believe, or see me. But you need to make a sound yeah. though? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I will so, say. Uh. uh
4: I, I was just coming to help my friend Karzlek here. I heard, okay. and uh, the whistling. was worried for my friend. He's a very incredible guardsman.
0: Um, Yeah, you reassure him and and give him, uh, you know, maybe your words are heavy with magic, uh, and there's sort of a little bit of a glimmer about Karzalek as you make this persuasion check. Um, And trees, is the aim as well, while this is happening, to back away slightly?
3: Um if like if it seems like he won't be threatened by that i'm not trying to leave his space and abandon i, this cannot, spot.
0: I cannot answer right now uh okay. whether or um, not he would seem threatened by it unless what okay. you'd rather do than move away is to make an insight check to see if he would be threatened by it but yeah. things are oh. things are oh, just I'll, moving I'll along there. now and so yeah. cars elect, make me that persuasion check you can add a bardic inspiration die to it trees as that's happening decide whether or not you're gonna you're gonna stay put
3: I'm gonna stay okay. there and just like look All him right. up and down and uh, check him out and see. Uh, hopefully, calm him down a little bit. But okay. see what he's oh, about. Sure, sure.
2: Here comes persuasion. And to confirm, I can decide to roll the bardic
0: after I roll persuasion. Yes, you can add okay. the total to your persuasion check after you make uh, the I'm game. gonna roll that d6 yeah. because you got a 13. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Wow. Oh a one. <laughs>
3: Oh jolly and Um, i rolled a two insight check minus one is one (laughs) 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 um yeah
0: no um you you guys are both also a little bit overwhelmed by the just what what story are we going with here what's actually happening is this guy gonna you know calm down and i think he draws his night uh nightstick And he doesn't, like, you know, hit anybody, but he's brandishing it now. And he's got his other hand still on the lantern. um, And he's holding the lantern up, and he's got the nightstick kind of held at his waist. Um, And he says, you just wait. They'll be here. And you guys hear now footsteps coming from uh, not too far off. Uh, It's hard to tell, but there's a little bit of clinking of uh, armor as well. Uh, Crow. Standing at the smoking section of the Oland House, in your wet clothing, what do you do?
5: Imagine she's still wrapped up in the blanket that her new best friends gave her when they helped yeah. her warm up, and uh, she was told to stay there, so she's kind of looking around to see where these reinforcements are coming from, if possible. Okay,
0: make me a perception check.
5: Okay. Okay.
3: just still has uh, their hands up, is just uh, not threatening them in any way. Sure. Passive body language. Yeah.
0: And 19 perception. Not bad at all. You get the the feeling pretty quickly that just by sound and the sort of uh, rhythmic flickering of torches and lanterns as they sort of undulate when people are running, um people are coming at a pretty brisk jog from two different directions on the main drag towards this pier um just a reminder the whole town is kind of like only a couple of thoroughfares and then has all these little snaking alleyways and piers and stuff coming off so i will mark on the map here the general direction that you are hearing these uh, at least two guards probably more um and there are very few people out um, in this area of town at the moment, except for the people in Oland House who are leaving from the uh,
5: memorial. Okay, I think Crow uh, wants to get to where the approaching guards wouldn't be seeing her right away. Okay. And possibly even kind of get break line of sight with the existing guard, too. So I'm thinking somewhere behind this uh, closest building to the dock.
0: Yeah. So there's like a building between the dock and Oland House on the other side of the street there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there you can see that there's like a, um, in this alleyway, there's a firewood rack It's mm-hmm. like right here. And uh, there's maybe, you know, four or five feet between the firewood rack and the next building that you could easily squeeze into. Um, make me a stealth check if you're going to try to move over there without arousing suspicion from the guard that you uh, already spoke to.
5: Oh yeah, she basically just looks for an opportunity where he's like looking a different direction and then darts sure.
0: over. Darts over. Makes so let will see
5: how how she
0: does. An important stealth check.
5: Ooh, not good.
0: <laughs> a nine. Okay, um, you you run and. Just a little bit of gravel crunches under your feet as you move, and it's sort of like, you know, even moving incredibly slowly on like a gravel and cobblestone and dirt street is not easy. Um, So he sort of just flicks his head in your direction, and you register that he's looking at you for one second as you dart behind that building. and he narrows his eyes a little bit and looks at Karzalek and says, what's with all this funny business? This is a good point.
2: I forgot to ask before we began. So Karz is aware that Crow is at the corner of Oland House over yonder.
0: Yes. Correct? I believe so. I believe we established that Karzlek saw trees and Crow coming around. And I don't think that Cars actually knew what Bart's plan was to like turn into a crab and peace right. out of there. I don't think that okay. was communicated, but, but I think Bart that didn't Car- know that was his plan. Well, so. sure. That's, and that's, <laughs> that's how we got to now. Um, okay. So, yeah, All right. yeah.
2: To the guardsman, Cars responds abruptly and honestly, perhaps not the most convincingly Oh, huh? I don't, I have no idea who she is one of those
0: vagrant Oland kids uh, why don't you make me a deception check <laughs> we're doing all the diplomacy right now oh, and all yep. the different flavors come on let's
2: yep. see where's that deception here we go
0: Ooh, <laughs> <a five. laughs> Oh, you guys uh, okay he he just sees right through you you know he's he can tell that your your bullshit between all of you doesn't add up and it's just all too much and he says all right all right you you're both coming with me and he grabs at trees first ah.
4: <laughs> yes okay okay
3: I put my hands out very knowing the <laughs> knowing you know the how drill. this works yes, yeah, know yeah. The drill.
0: <laughs> you know the drill okay ah, yes
3: retract um, my claws put out my
0: paws <laughs> <laughs> love it all right so he he grabs you and seeing that you're not resisting he sort of like uh gives you like a, a kind of like a thump with his lantern elbow and looks at you menacingly and then turns over to uh he says you 2 come i'm with me right now
2: cars begrudgingly does provide a little bit of resistance not no sense of direct fighting but as he is taken into custody he does the whole head jerk motioning down to the pier just oh wait you don't you don't understand the whole picture down at the end of the pier, some some freakish thing that was trying to get the goods I was guarding. I, okay. I implore, please, get someone to check it out. I'll, I'll tell you the rest of the story later. Let me
0: see. I got to roll something here about this. Oh, okay. Um, He rolled a one. Um, I hope that's a good thing. On an insight check. And the insight check that I was doing was to determine whether or not he would believe you. Um, I decided that a 20 would be that he would understand that you were telling the truth. (laughs) And a 1 would be that he would just see it as, you know, more. At this point, he thinks that you guys are just liars and cons and probably (laughs) just common rabble so he cannot see the truth here you know if he had done well in his insight check he would see the truth but he does not see the truth in your words Um, and he says just shut up and come with me and he tries to move all three of you just along a little bit and you guys see as he does that uh, one of the guardsmen has rounded the corner Um, and is standing maybe you know 60 feet away from you guys now Bart, as a crab, um, what are your senses like
1: of this? Like, are you? I mean, I imagine not great as a crab. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. So, like, I mean, do we do we see your perspective as maybe like muffled voices? Yeah, I think. I'm like down in the surf, focused, like looking at like mussels and uh, barnacles and seaweed hanging off of the edge of this shoreline here on the dock.
1: Fish-eyed camera. Me scuttling yeah. down the the side of this dock into the sand into like yeah. the the crashing surf around me okay. and just like being focused towards just getting away just getting away just go
0: ahead to, and move yourself again
1: okay going. think like here up into the bushes after going along the coast okay
0: uh crow um with your really successful perception check before, you've kind of had a bead on where this other guard has been coming around the corner. So I'm gonna say that that one has not seen you yet, and you've also successfully broken, at the cost of it knowing about it, uh, you've broken line of sight with the first guard. So you are hidden behind a wood pile in an alley right now. What are you gonna do with that situation?
5: Hmm, thinking. Um... I think she's going to cast a spell that just came to her, mm-hmm. um, one called Disguise Self. But trying to <laughs> think of who she would turn into in this moment, I think she would uh, try to make herself look like a guard, like the same uniform okay. and just with like, you know, kind of a scarf around her face because it's cold. Sure. And it would be a different face too, you know, not her okay. own face. Um, and Does you, this
0: affect your your gear? Does it make you look like in a different outfit?
5: Um, you you make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings, look different until the spell ends or until Very you nice. use your action to dismiss. Them. Okay. Um, and it's like one of those things where, like, if someone touches me, they would notice that they're not right touching what they're, they're
0: illusory, at. but they're they're yeah. authentic looking.
5: Um, yeah. Okay. Very cool. So I'll do that, and I do want to move as well. Um, and I think she will move to about over here
0: okay so and and, and coming kind of, through the alleyway um go ahead
5: and she'll kind of be you know pointing towards this direction like further the way that she's heading kind of away from the pier and mm-hmm. away from the guards and uh she'll kind of take a, a gruffer tone and say she went that way and like pointing uh, towards the okay the why don't you
0: make me a deception check for okay. uh, pretending to be a guard sounds uh. good I think or I, I mean actually I'll, I'll say a deception or performance either
5: way yeah. it's your choice uh, i think deception is what okay. uh, she's trained in so okay all right
1: there you go. Twenty-one. 21. All right.
0: You sound like a guard. In fact, you probably sound kind of similar to that guard that you just heard. Like, maybe you quickly studied his voice, and it's, like, kind of eerie how close you sound to him. Uh, but the you hear the clinking at the corner. Stop. Like, oh. oh. and And uh, sort of, like, you know, you hear footsteps, but they're arrhythmic now. Like, they're not moving towards you anymore. Uh, You want to continue both Bart and Crow. My question is, do you guys, do you want to continue just moving away? Is that the goal at the moment?
1: Yes, for Bart it is. As far as he understands the situation, he would only make everything worse and he also does not want to get caught. So he's just trying to get away.
5: And Crow is, uh, is trying to stay far enough away from the other guards so that they yeah. don't get a good look at her. Sure. Um, and kind of heading you know towards, I guess kind of making a circle back down towards the shore. Sure. Um, so she can see where her friends are being taken and maybe follow along behind.
0: Yeah. It's like, um, it's almost like when you're being chased, you know, and you go to one side of a table and you just like get chased around the other side of the table and you <laughs> keep keep them on the other side. You're doing that with the guard. Uh, And then my my next question would be trees and uh, cars. Are you guys resisting at all as this one's basically just taking you into custody? He's just saying, we're gonna go sort all this out and I'll send one
1: uh, for the the frog at the end there.
3: I think I lean into cars and I'm like, I
4: think it's best that we uh, just come clean. In my experience, it's normally best to just uh, talk things out.
2: If you think they believe, what well, we've just gone through trees. And Carlos well, looks up, trees up and down, seeing the dirt from his recent accident. <laughs> I don't know what you've been up to, but <laughs> I think you know the truth. we'd be hard-pressed to convince them.
4: I took a tumble. What's, you know, this is not the most cleanly place. Would
2: you take a tumble down a tavern stairs? <laughs>
4: <laughs> we can explain this later. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm
0: abused by this, at least. Um... <laughs> Okay, um, Karzilek and Trees. Both of you make me perception checks. Oops, it'll be my pleasure.
1: Perception.
3: Coming your way. Okay, that's better. That's an 18 minus 18 one. Is 17? 17. 17 and a
0: 12 from Jesse. Okay. No, my perception is just a zero, so 18. <laughs> 18, right on. Okay. How exciting. So <laughs> I think... Um, what we see is this this little conversation happening here with the guards and he says to you guys again, shut up. We'll sort this all out once we get there. And I can roll my eyes. You roll your eyes. And (laughs) as your eyes roll, you actually sort of look up for just a second and you see, uh, flash across your vision by one of the lamps hanging at the, uh, place where the pier joins the shore. Um, You see the silhouette of a bird with the telltale gullet of a pelican. And to you, it's not very significant until it lands on the pier behind the bullywug that's tied up there. And it transforms into another frog person, whips out a knife and repeatedly shivs the bullywug over, hey, uh, and over, and I over. I think somebody's again. getting to your boy over there. And
1: the guard looks like,
5: hey, what?
3: And yeah, it
0: seems like somebody's got to him first. As quickly as it started, this thing wild shapes back into a pelican and flies away. And the bullywug left on the pier there has been killed.
3: Well, shit
0: classic bully hit but the guard did see and he is like i think he says what the fuck was that
1: i've never seen a bird do that before (laughs) well they are government agents so you
0: know birds are government agents it's canon in this world (laughs) not Um, real yeah (laughs) Uh, that didn't happen chemtrails it's pigeons (laughs) 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 <laughs> um. Okay, so do you do anything beyond alerting him? Because he's just like, what the fuck happened? And uh, his guard friend gets a little bit closer, and I think Crow moves a little bit around behind the building. Bart continues, uh, I think now what, walking up the uh, sewage trench that you were helping out with, it looks like? Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm gonna make, yeah, I'm, gonna make it, I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it up here like maybe maybe underneath like the porch if okay. it's if it's over there and like transform back into myself.
0: Okay as a clear
1: so and just peer out problem. from underneath the porch.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I think what you see is cars and trees being escorted by a guard whose head is like on a swivel. He's been looking one way, looking another way, he's hearing shouting, he's uh, you know, seeing a, a crazy thing just happen with magic, and he's like, you know, he's not an idiot. He knows that magic is at work with that. He's just like, this is not what a normal knight is around
4: here. Right. Told you we should have told him the truth. Now we lost our only lead.
2: He wouldn't believe us
4: either way. Look
0: at him, he's he's fired up. Yeah. Um, and I think you guys reach the second guardsman, who is quickly joined by a third. And they, um, sort of just immediately go into discussing, and, uh, he relays what has happened here to the two guards. And it, from his perspective, is these couple of ruffians who he's never seen in town before, uh, got into a scuffle on the Oland Pier, tied some poor frog person up and now it seems another frog person killed him and something about transforming into birds and they're like what do you mean they're just having this conversation in the street here with you guys there sort of ignoring you like but escorting you to what you would only assume would be the headquarters of the guard or a prison or something like that.
3: like anxiously looking around hoping that i can have the opportunity to like cast a message cantrip to one of my friends that isn't here without guards looking but i know that with the amount of guards that are here right now yeah i think uh especially with my history i'm like like, yeah it's not worth it i'm just kind of like looking at cars like yeah i
0: i think even like maybe to hammer this home like they put you in the olin smoking area both you and cars and, like, sit you down. And, (laughs) like, you know, uh, one of them holds up his lantern and it's got, like, a little sigil on it that looks different than the other two. Maybe he's, like, a rank higher and he's sort of asking the questions and they're answering. Um, But, you know, as time passes, maybe a couple of minutes go by. Uh, Crow or Bart, do you have anything that you want to attempt to do while the situation transpires? Because it seems like, at least if you're in Crow, sorry, if you're in uh, Cars or Trees seat, there, there's little to do right now um, other than ride this out and answer what questions they might have when they feel fit to ask you guys what happened.
5: I, I think Crow is uh, keeping her distance, but you know, where she can still kind of see what's going on. And she's uh, kind of acting like she's looking for for herself, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, lifting up a tent flap, like poking around, looking underneath the the porch of a building.
0: So you're next to uh, one building that is pretty much just a house um, with a little bit of, like, storage in it. This one with the orange roof here. The one directly next to it is actually a... um, active fish cannery. So, the area that you're around in does have like some storage and stuff, especially this area right here. Um but it is, you know, it's industrial storage by the by the docks. It's there's like crab pots and all that kind of stuff.
1: I would say Bart is going to just uh, try to traverse the crawl space, maybe like underneath this house still underneath okay. the Oland house. And maybe um, see if he can get closer to the west so curious.
0: you you do you you kind of realize after a second that the crawl space here is very linear because it's basically just the wraparound porch that's on the place, uh, and then you you meet a stone foundation which is sunken into the earth, so uh, okay. you, you can't get through that. Um, there's no. I could just go around the,
1: the edge technically.
0: You can go around the edge and start skirting around the edge, which would draw you close to the guards there, but
1: they're not going to notice a crab. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just skootily scoot. are Or you actually, you're not a crab anymore. I'm not a crab anymore. I'm a, I'm a small gorblin. So I think, I think I will go this way though.
0: Okay, so maybe you start going that way, away, and you I'm hear the voices of the guards getting louder, like, and you're Arr. like, Ah, I'm not a crab anymore. And then you go the <laughs> other way. Uh, okay, <laughs> this, this game of uh, cat and mouse here is is very funny, or guard and crab. Um, I think,
3: while Cars and I are sitting there, i um I just sigh kind of deeply and look over at him. I'm like, ah, just can't go anywhere without getting into trouble somehow.
4: Um,
1: <laughs> as as this is <laughs>
4: happening,
0: uh, a couple of more guards arrive. Um you know, it takes a couple of minutes for some to to get across town, but oh, sure, in the they'll of help the night, clear up the story, I bet. <laughs> in the middle Always of the night more guards. whistling happens people tend to you know freak out and maybe leave their posts and come check out what's going on uh these two come from the bridge side of town um uh, across the bridge rather and they uh come on over and ask the guards what's going on they say yeah we're gonna have to interview these folks later but uh before we start asking questions and muddle up the whole story and give them too much time to collaborate and make some shit up, they're, uh, they're just going to, they've agreed, bring you guys to the barracks, which also has the jail in it. And uh, someone named Eleander Fireborn will sort it all out. Eleander what? Eleander Fireborn who they keep referencing to over and over again, um, or Eleander or Eli. Um, And even the one in charge seems to like defer to him. Uh, And then they pick you guys up kind of uh, with one guard on either side of you and uh, (coughs) muscle you guys
4: off to the, uh, the bridge. Ah, not everybody gets their hands on trees at Rumble Mountain. Considered <laughs> considered a privilege, boys.
5: Uh, I think I think Crow wants to follow, like she's part of the group, but just hang back a good fifteen okay. feet.
0: Okay. All right. Um, why don't you give me a stealth check just to see how seamlessly you blend with this group here?
5: Okay. Here we go. Another important one. <laughs> oh, that jinxed me. Come on. Oh. Go.
0: <laughs>
5: 12. 12. Twelve. Not great.
0: Man. I'm gonna say that they look back at you, and they they don't even shout anything to you. Maybe you you see them pass by this intersection right here, and you see them walking, and you think this is my chance. I'm gonna go, and you pull out, and do you say anything as you approach them?
5: No, I just look like I'm trying to, you know, join up with this group and see what's going on.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, they, like, a couple of them nod to you, and the the one who looks kind of like a captain goes, eh. And, uh, they don't seem to see anything off about you.
5: I'm just the new, the new recruit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll just follow and kind of act like I'm keeping my eyes peeled for... Any other part of the group? Sure. Um, when
0: when does this spell end? How long does this last?
5: It's one, one hour. hour.
0: One hour. Okay. Let's say uh, let's go now. I'm gonna check this other screen here, and I'm gonna advance the clock forward a little bit. See what time it is here when you started. It was like guys started, 30. It was right? I'm going to say another five, ten minutes or so have gone by. At the very least, ten minutes, would you say? Um, let me find that and update it, which is going to be just amazing radio for a minute here while I find that.
3: I love that it's me and cars that are being taken in and we haven't been able to <laughs> co- corroborate our stories at all. <laughs> that we have completely really different information and, like, I know that Crow is back now. I guess he does too. But yeah, anyways, it's very interesting. I'm excited to see how it plays out. I
2: don't think Cars has even really registered in the heat of the moment that Crow is right there <laughs> when the last thing he processed was uh, she snuck upon the ship. Right. So I am a feeling it's going to really impact him as it goes on and it sinks in. He'll be at the prison. Holy shit! That was Crow! <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs>
3: That's funny. Yeah, because um, you were getting the whistle blown on you. That's probably never <laughs> happened to you before.
2: <laughs> totally. He's he's rocked right now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, this thing's not co-op, cooperating, because, of course, I wanted to do it, and now it's like, ha-ha, no. Um, so of I'm just going to go back over to this. So you guys, uh, I guess... Bart, you eventually hear the voices of your comrades fading away um, as you sort of round the corner under this structure, having successfully snuck away and no one's found you, but uh, your friends are, are gone. They're out of earshot and you can't see them. Right. You could okay. probably have a pretty good sense of what direction they went. Uh, I'm gonna move us back over for now, I think, because this seems a little bit resolved. Uh, Mm. Back onto the Rinko Bing map. Let's go. And so you guys are now... I'll grab the crow token. I will grab the party token. Party token is way too big. Party token is moving down the road here now. Does that make sense for everybody? Yes. Sure. So they are headed back through town towards the bridge and
1: what do you do? Uh, Bart is going to after waiting like to make sure that uh, he doesn't hear anything else He's going to shuffle out from underneath the porch, probably like around three minutes, four minutes or so of silence. Uh, dust his clothes off, kind of look around, make sure nobody saw him, or try to make sure, and then yep. just start the kind of meandering, going to try to take some side streets, generally in the direction that he's pretty sure the party went. Okay, I'll, I will put a Barth uh,
0: Bartholomus token on here as well, because you're the only one separate from the party.
1: Very good. I'm just going to be like, Um, you know, like I'll probably try to cut behind some buildings and stuff.
5: mm -hmm.
1: And uh, please uh, be specific on which buildings and where
0: Um, you're plotting a route using this thing. So, so you're going to cut into the spaces between houses, sort of like crow was doing, but on the other side of the main drag up uphill. Yeah. From the Okay. And shadow them as they move through town.
1: Well, we'll shadow where I think you know, I also yeah. don't really exactly know where they're going, sure. right? So I'm just kind of going right. in a direction.
0: So well they uh they make the turn, and as you make your way down there, you know, a little bit behind them, you sort of catch a glimpse of them as they're walking through town, and you can see that the officer who's uh with these guardsmen here is sort of like waving off other guards who've been coming and saying, like, return to your post, return to your post. Um and they're just, you know, perp walking these people through town here. Uh, you guys come to the Kingfisher River and you see this big bridge covered in these old ramshackle houses. Um, and uh, anybody, ch- feel free to chime in if uh, something else is happening.
2: At this point, it does hit. So, having taken a not so lovely stroll down the promenade, has given cars the few minutes to clear his head, and it dawns upon him. He kind of starts as he walks in a admittedly to a guard I would imagine a somewhat suspicious alarming way but more so mm-hmm. with the epiphany as he looks right at trees trees that that was yeah. that was cruel
4: she was right there yes she what uh what uh-huh. what, in a, what yeah she made it uh, back apparently come on but 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 how
3: and he's walking, just like they he's don't like it when we don't walk the guards kind
0: of like push <laughs> cars alike along one time as a warning
4: don't worry God. manacles are my favorite terrain
0: <laughs> <laughs> with that
2: cars is just yeah he's shell shocked and he'll he continues walking with the party okay
0: i love <laughs> that that cars is, the gears are turning still <laughs> in cars' head about like wait there's, there's a lot that's happened in the last hour um and you guys start crossing this bridge, and I think this is the first time that you've actually done this. Am I correct?
3: Yeah, we yes. have not gone over the Kingfisher River yet. Yeah, so on the east side.
0: yeah, you stayed on the east side of town, which is where you landed with your boat in the first uh, "Welcome to Rinko Bing episode um, at the end does of the same, boat voyage. Does um, this
3: side seem stuffier?
0: Um, I was, yeah. Let me let me paint a picture for All you right, of what probably. this side seems like so you you see a sign um, sort of hanging uh, it's like wrought iron and it's hanging on like a big wrought iron frame uh, that says in sort of aquatic text uh, shark fin bridge and uh, it's a d- single kind of monolithic structure um, one of those really old styles of bridges where it's just one archway underneath it and all the water flows through that. And it's just like, you don't know how old this thing is. It is like covered in growth of different, you know, mosses and lichen, and there's bird shit covering it. The the houses on the bridge are a sorry sight. Like it is kind of like the slum of this city and you see you know there's like working girls on the corners there is uh, a person selling some sort of fried food what, what looks like a laundry place right next to that um and this place is pretty active even though it's what approaching 11 at night um the the road here is only wide enough for two carts to pass uh you know two abreast if that makes sense um just that wide whereas the rest of the town is pretty pretty nice like easy streets um this is like tight quarters and these wooden structures are built upon it um now really quickly here so Bart you're not with us yet you're still tailing behind yep okay um and Let me check one thing really quickly here. I have to read something on your guys' character sheets. Oh, boy.
3: Yeah, Hmm. I mean, as far as Cars and I know, we don't know they're here at all or following us. We just left them behind entirely. So...
0: Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so cars, you, you, I'm oh, sorry, not cars. So Bart, you come up to see the bridge as now the party is crossing it and they're in the middle of it. And you have a pretty good feeling that they're in this crowd. They're not going to see you from back here. Uh, and you can catch up. If you don't catch up with them, in fact, you wager you might lose them on the other side because um, it seems okay. like a little congested in there. Like there is one cart coming your way, they're going to have to walk around it now. Um, And you look at this bridge and you know that thing where you said it earlier about the crab even like kind of like fisheye lens. Have you ever seen it where like in a a movie or something where it's just like boom and your vision gets distorted? Looking at this bridge, you just feel something. And I don't think you know what.
1: Okay, what do you guys do uh, Bart is going to like once they move a little bit more across the bridge, come up to the edge of it here, okay, and tr- try to talk to one of the uh, maybe the working girls or whatever prostitutes were sure. here. Sure. If you could just point me in the direction of the barracks, that would be greatly it's appreciated.
0: Just, they like to keep it close. It's just down across the bridge. Hang a right when you're there; you'll see it.
1: All right. Uh, thank you. I'll, Have I'll a extend. good night now. I'll extend my hand and be like, I'm barred, thank you very much.
0: She just nods and sort of declines the handshake because you look probably pretty dirty. Uh, sure. And she looks very clean. Um, and she sort of steps back and smiles. She's genuine, but she's like, "No, go on now.
1: Yep. Uh, so she pointed, like, did she point in a sp- kind of specific direction or did she just just say hang her hang ha- right?
0: Hang a right at when you cross the bridge and you'll see it.
1: Okay. I will slowly make my way onto the bridge and follow them. Okay.
0: We get to move to another map now, you guys.
5: Ooh!
0: map pretty. Let me just check it really quick to make sure everything is working.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Do you have a token to do that with, Ben? I imagine. Uh, I
0: do. Also, you can hit Control-L Yeah, yeah to yeah, and see... The site. C in the same eyes as somebody else um
5: Uh, here's a quick question for you uh yes with crow being slightly behind the main group she's only about 100 feet ahead of um bart would she have a chance to notice him following
0: um sure you can do a perception check i've done some perception checks for guards here in my quiet roles uh
1: what did 18, you
0: eighteen? Eighteen. Um I think you with your head being on a swivel, I think you notice. Yeah. Um as you guys kind of cross the bridge, I think that's when you notice. You notice somebody coming out of um the crowd back there. You know, there's not like that many people, but there's enough that you you know you're looking around at stuff that you've probably not been around in a while a sort of almost more urban environment in this one little microcosm here um i'm probably
5: smiling
3: at all the passerby while i have my hands in the manacles just like (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think you guys get a little bit of attention as you're going across the bridge. Like this if is I what...
3: can I would tip my hat to them, but I don't care. Okay. I think anymore. That
0: some people like smile back, some people scowl at you. Um, <laughs> Cars is just mortified. He's just <laughs> He can't believe this is happening. Okay. Yeah. Take a second, absorb it. Why don't we oh, have you guys exactly describe? Oh what the fuck? Why don't we have you guys... And I'm going to move you, Bart, so you're actually in the right.
3: So we've crossed over the Sharkfin Bridge onto the west side of the Kingfisher River, uh, taking a right onto the avenue. There's a number of buildings with red roofs, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how populated... There's not a whole lot of people on the road. but um, Not, not yeah. too
0: many. Enough that it feels crowded when there's only room for a little bit of wagons, you know? But... Um, and there's like houses on either side. But uh, yeah, so it's a dark night. You guys can see kind of like lit up in the fog, lanterns dotting the different buildings on this Western side of town. Um, And you are led up the hill until you pass by some people outside of what looks like a tavern actually. And just across the street from the tavern is a large, stately edifice with a few guards hanging out outside of it. They sort of hail the group that's bringing you in and say, Oh, what's this? And the guards explain. They say, oh, just some lot causing trouble down with a flipping bullywug. I don't know. Uh, Olin Piers always got a chance some of them unsavory types wander in. That's what you get when you're on a charity. And uh, they sort of usher you guys inside until you're in a courtyard that is made of dank cobblestone. And um, they say, you wait here, we're fetching Eleander. And uh, Bart, you're coming up the hill and you see in the distance this establishment, with its one big square tower, its mm-hmm. courtyard walls, and what looks like room to lodge probably several dozen militiamen. Um, and you're, I don't know, let's see, you're a hundred and something feet away, 150 feet away at one of the last houses before that. Uh, you can see the tavern across the street with a patron spilling out and walking across towards you.
1: Uh, Bart is going to start making his way towards the tavern.
0: Okay. Um, I think while we see one scene just for a moment of uh, Crow pretending to be a guard standing around while cars and trees are like drum their fingers on like the stone bench that they've been parked on waiting for this to happen. We see Bart walk up to a, nicely lit tavern a uh, elven gentleman sort of tips his head to you as you walk by um, and you see a swinging sign shaped like a
1: ram's head that says the wicker goat is there like a veranda porch no Um, No. let me I I can put you in the wicker goat if you'd like Um, yeah my, my plan right now is to go in order a drink and sit in a place where I can see the barracks sure
0: Um, I think there might be something for you there. Let me see about that. Um, I have to, yeah, there's no veranda. It's just a big building, um, with a second story for bedrooms. Um, inside you can see that there's like four picnic bench style tables, um, and a few smaller tables and there's like only a couple of patrons right now.
1: All right, Bart's just gonna sidle up to the bar and be like, mm, "Got you? Got any?" Um, um, uh, no bartender. No, non-alcoholic.
0: The bartender looks over the counter at you, hemming and hawing about how to order a juice or something, uh, and uh, it's a sort of older man and uh, human, and he says, "Uh."
1: We got some some lemonade. No, we have lemonade will do just fine. I'll have a large lemonade, please. Uh, it's in the, the cask over there. Ooh, thank you. How, uh, how much? Oh, One silver. Oh, all right. Give him the silver and fill it up and then just go stand by a window.
0: All right, and he looks at you um, a little strangely. You know, not a lot of people come into the tavern to order a non-alcoholic <coughs> drink.
1: I'll, Um, I'll, I'll, like, try to, like, half-heartedly be like, I quit drinking, you know, while meeting somebody. uh, Uh, Right. I just don't make any trouble. uh,
0: And we flash back to the barracks. And, um... Eleander Fireborn. um, He walks in, and he's wearing what looks like a smoking jacket like he was roused from his residence probably not too far away but far enough away that it's taken now uh, I would say close to an hour you know uh, and you guys are approaching uh, 11 10 11 20 uh, something like that since the first time the the, uh, guards raised the alarm right Um, he's wearing what looks like sturdy boots Uh, that were hastily put on. And he is an elderly man, um, it seems. He's got gray hair and a uh, well-kept gray mustache. Um, And he just sort of looks sternly at you guys and just stares for a second.
4: Well? Yes, hello. Hi.
0: My comrades have uh, informed me that you were getting into some sort of trouble with a creature we don't see too often around here, and I figured um, that, as well as what they told me you said, uh, raised a few questions, and I'm hoping that you both will do us all a favor and
4: um, answer them. Ah, yes, uh, by all means. I have, I would love to hear some answers about what happened as well. <laughs>
2: I see. Um, there's been a few things that all came in at once tonight.
0: Um, if you would, guards, I think I can take it from here. Um, join me. And he sort of gestures at a cloistered hallway to your right where there is one guard standing uh, resolutely, uh, perfectly still, waiting. And there's like a, you know, just a normal door sized portcullis that he uh, goes, oh, and uh, pulls the switch and he goes chink, 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 and opens. And he gestures. You know, doesn't manacle you, doesn't hit you just gestures. Can we discuss this somewhere privately
2: I look at cars. Yeah. I we have nothing to hide. Now is the time. Perhaps we can find answers together. We have we have quite a story for you.
0: Excellent. Um And unless Trees decides now's the time to bolt. Nope, (laughs) Nope. would've done that a while ago. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) then uh, I think Crow, you're left in a little bit of a pickle here. Um, You have limited time left on your spell and you don't know if you go down with this group into the depths of this barracks and jail, uh, what will happen? Once you're there, but also at the same time, you don't know what will happen if you don't go.
5: Oh, I mean, it's an easy decision for her. She's gonna uh, leave the area. Okay. And um, yeah, she's not going down there and risking, you know, Got turning it. back into herself. There's, there's no, no. That's way. a dead
0: end right there. Can't yeah. do that.
5: Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, she wants to uh, leave and kind of get to where she's not in view of anyone, and then okay. actually dismiss her spell and come back so, to being
0: herself. Like, outside the barracks, like, back on the street somewhere, or...? Yeah, on
2: the
5: street somewhere.
0: Okay, so you could probably go outside the barracks, and uh, there's a group of guards that are, like, kind of watching in the area. You know, there's, like, they're on break, they're changing shifts, they're, you know, some of them are the ones that have deposited uh, you guys here, Um, and there's a little bit of a, you know, rabble. You, You catch a little bit of conversation about some overturned cart on the other side of town tonight. Um, And, you know, that there's been a whole hubbub around it and no one knows what's going on. Um, And you sort of make your way, like, I think around the corner maybe here and you uh, find yourself a a nook that looks out of sight and you are now crow again. Perfect. All right. Um, Down in the dungeon below the barracks. Eleander brings both Karzalek and speaks with trees into a cell. Leaves the door open, but sort of pulls the um the portcullis on this one shut just ever so slightly, you know, like it's it's hanging there and not latched, but shut. Um, and he says, there. Now, I have some questions, as I said. I've heard second-hand from a couple of my guards, and I will reserve judgment until you have told me your side of the story. We pride ourselves on Maintaining a frontier justice here. Firstly, what do you know of
1: this bullywug?
3: I immediately look to Karzalek. Karzalek
2: is, at this point, he's. While they should come down with the truth, he's gonna double down with what he told the guard. <laughs> okay. And he's just gonna claim I I wish I knew that myself. I was guarding the goods that us Tide Rider wears at the end of the pier when that when that foul thing came out of nowhere and tried to right.
0: do away with me, it did. And this was while you I've also heard a report. A Schloss Gletscher militiamen were on a contract on loan to guard cargo? Is that correct? Hey, that's true.
2: There's not much going on up in Schloss Gletcher right now. Just receiving shipments, life as usual sometimes. I it can see. be a little difficult for guardsmen to get by when there's not much duty to be served. So I thought I'd pick up an extra contract. Just for a couple weeks, I figured it would be easy. Riding right. with the rust tied down to Wrinklebing, Back out again. I
0: see. Now. You.
4: Tabaxi. Are you from Floss Glacier as well? Uh, no, uh, a bit further north. But uh, the name doesn't really matter. We're, right. we're from many places. Ah, follower of tradition. Well,
0: maybe you can assist me if uh, you know something about this next question.
4: Ah, by all means.
0: The inheritance of Lady Oland that was being moved to storage After her funeral this evening, in her ceremony, do you know why it would have been targeted by someone in town? Do you know anything? It seems suspicious to me that all these shenanigans, all this chicanery would be happening on the same pier that
4: her estate came in on, just today. Ah, uh, yes, that does seem strange. Um, I wouldn't know anything about any inheritance. Were you not around the Oland house earlier today? Ah, uh, yes, we've been staying there uh, and working and putting in our time to, you know, earn our keep there I see, while we're in
0: town. He sort of folds his hands behind his back and starts pacing back and forth a little bit in this cell that you guys find yourselves in. And you you have a moment as there's this awkward silence where you can kind of see there's, like, warding and runes inscribed into some of the stones in this room that is not present in any of the others. Right. You see, the Olens and I have not always gotten along. But... I would hate for there to be some excuse for our houses to once again have conflict. So you can understand why, if in the middle of the night, one of my retinue informs me that there is trouble, and perhaps burglary, and perhaps a monster at the Oland Pier, I would be concerned. Um, I am captain of the Guard, um, and the Guard's number one benefactor. I don't believe we've actually formally met yet, though I presume you've heard my name. The
4: name is Eleander Fireborn. Ah yes, Uh, your name and reputation precedes you. I would hate that any conflict came between you and this Oland house. If there's anything that I can do to help facilitate any resolution, I I would be at your service.
3: And I like I th- bow a little.
4: He smiles for the first time
0: that you've seen. Uh, why, thank you. I think perhaps I will speak with my guards for a moment. Uh, one more question. Um, What, uh, how how long have you been in town? I I haven't seen you around. I make a point of knowing most everyone, uh, especially if there's someone down on their luck who might, without proper counsel, take up the services uh, of the Olans rather than my fine house. There's always a position for weary travelers who want to put down roots in the guard.
4: Ah, I, well, certainly I'm new in town, which is why I hadn't heard of your incredible services. If I had heard of them first, I'm sure we would have, or I would have come across them, but... He raises It was late when I came into town. Oh,
0: I him. see, I see. Well, perhaps we have more to discuss in the future. Perhaps you will be of aid. Um, and he... I certainly sort of hope so. Raps on the stone a couple of times with a ring on his finger, and it's a like clack, clack, clack. He says, "God, you may release them. I don't see any obvious threat posed by these two, but go back to your lodgings, and uh, good luck.
4: Welcome to town." Thank you, sir. Uh, I hope to be meeting you in uh, brighter times. Aye, thank you, Captain Kastner.
2: Back in Schloss Gletscher speaks highly of you and your guard. Ah, oh, Kastner, your word not failed. <laughs>
0: Uh, how is he? He's
2: good. He's got he has his hands full. Brigands uh, about, ships missing, but So
0: I've heard. Funny you mentioned that, and then all of a sudden you guys all hear a scream. Uh-oh. Crow, you hear Crow. it the loudest.
1: Do I hear it too?
0: You hear a distant scream from inside the tavern. It's not too far away. If you heard it here,
5: Wait, from inside the the scream is coming from inside the tavern, or no, or from inside
0: the tavern uh, was where Bart is, and Bart oh, hears right, the right, right. scream. Um, you all hear it. Uh, the two of you in the dungeon, as as he's sort of like walking you up the stairs, and you can hear the sound of outside again from the courtyard. You can hear the scream and it is coming from the direction of the wall and uh, it's not the scream of someone uh afraid it's the scream of someone in pain
2: Ooh. oh boy that's chills
3: i, I look at cars and uh uh eli Eliander and mm-hmm. um like with like eye contact looking for permission and like looking at cars like should we Move a little faster. Karzlek <laughs> like, with gritted teeth just tries yeah, to
2: indicate, like, oh, let's just, let's just keep going, let's just keep going, let's get out of here, let's get out of here, okay? Is that so, an
0: everyday occurrence? He looks at you and squints and doesn't answer and kind of presses past you guys as, and leaves you on, on the stairs, like, free to walk up on your own into the courtyard. Uh, and he gets to the courtyard and he says, What's this took to one of the guardsmen uh, who says, I don't know, and, uh, looks around for a second. And someone on a tower up above shouts and says, by the gate, by the gate. And Crow, make me a perception check.
5: Alrighty, here goes. 18,
0: with an 18, you see something truly terrible. Through the fog and haze, forms that seem to cast a, a large shadow leap over the walls. One lands with a thud and whips around and it takes a second for your brain to compute what you've seen, but a great tongue lashes out and then wraps itself around a guard, brandishing a torch, and then pulls it back inside a gaping mouth and swallows it whole. Meanwhile, clambering over the stones on the top of the gate are several bully They are brandishing sharp weapons and clubs. What do you do? We'll find out next week.